0: Welcome to the podcast of St. Basil the Great Catholic Church in Brecksville, Ohio, with homilies, talks, and interviews relevant to your Catholic faith. God bless you and enjoy. Good morning, everyone. Well, in both the gospel today and our opening prayer as well, the opening prayer at mass is called the collect, to where we collect all our little prayers and offer them to God. But in both times, we hear this idea that God the Father is saying, listen to him. Listen to Jesus. And it's the Father inviting us into a certain posture before Jesus. Not an analytical one, but one that is open. One that is attentive. One that is willing to comprehend and be affected. We all know the difference of when we're speaking to someone and they seem closed off and speaking to someone and they actually are wanting to know what you're saying that's what the father is inviting us to be before Jesus is to be attentive to be open to be willing to be encountered am i encounterable you might want to say am i actually listening am i open to what is being expressed and conveyed by the life words action suffering death resurrection of Jesus and this is really takes all the more potency and all the more importance in light of all the studies that have come in that America in particular, all Christian denominations, and Catholics too, are more and more biblically illiterate. I mean, we just don't know the Bible. We don't know the stories. Now, Jesus is the infinite word of God take on flesh. He speaks in a myriad of ways. He's not contained solely in a book known as the Bible. However, the Bible is the inspired words of God. They are the sacred scriptures. And what happens more and more is that people are becoming a vague notion, a gist of the scriptures. So for example, today we go, oh, the transfiguration, that's where Jesus becomes really bright. It's like, well, if that's all they wanted to convey, they didn't have computers. It was hard work to write these things down. They could have just said that. The details matter. If you're going to love someone, particular knowledge conveys whether or not you do. Here's what I mean. A marriage wouldn't be going great if the wife said, Hey, sweetie, what color are my eyes? And he's like, I I think a bluish? I don't know. That marriage is in trouble. Or if you didn't know your best friend's name, You're like, you may not be good with names, I'm not great with names, but when you have a really good friend and you've known them for several years, you're like, what is it, Bill or John or whatever, he's my good buddy. You're like, no, he's not. Certain particular knowledge reveals whether or not you love this person, whether or not you've spent some of your time and energy to get to know them. Same thing's true when you tell people, hey, what's the story of the prodigal son all about? They go, ah, this one son was bad, he comes back, his father's really good to him. Well, there's a lot going on in that story besides that vagueness. St. Jerome famously said, ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. Now back then, they didn't even have the word press yet, so not everyone had a Bible So what did he, what, how could we have possibly known the scriptures? And I believe around the fourth century when he said this. Well, he meant literally at mass. If you're not listening to the words, if you're not listening to the people who know what they mean and talking to them, you're never going to know not just a book, a person. You're not going to know Jesus. And to not know Jesus literally has eternal consequences. So for those who come here and claim we know him, we love him, we're trying to grow close to him, we're trying to bring our families near him so that all of his blessings and grace can pour upon us, we just need to be reading the Bible more. I'm always amazed at how many people on their YouTube algorithms or on their podcasts or books they're listening to, everyone's obsessed with self-help. We're all reading it. We're all trying to figure out. We all are looking for the life we're not yet living, but we want to be living. And we'll try anything, where diets are a big way to it. Oh, I'm trying this diet now. Oh, well, tell me about that. Okay, maybe I'll try that. And everyone's sharing information how to make life better. What if instead of a doctor, what if God said, hey, I want to show you how to make life better? This is kind of what the Scripture's all about. He's trying to help show us and clarify us who he is, who we are, and his plan for fulfillment. That's what the scriptures are trying to convey in a bunch of concrete, specific circumstances. So I have a basic challenge for us for the rest of Lent. Now, if you already chose something, you're like, another thing? Yes, another thing. <laughs> but if you haven't chosen anything yet, you're like, oh gosh, we're already in a Lent. I haven't really done anything. Free of charge, I'm giving you your thing, Okay. So I'm going to do a really uh, a big challenge, and then I'm going to water it down a little bit if the second one feels more doable. Okay, here's the first one: read all four Gospels by Easter. Oh my gosh, all four? Yes, all four. It's about 40 pages in most Bibles. All right, so I'm asking you over a month to read 40 pages, and it's the only story that that is influenced more other stories than any other. It's the only story that gives you a sense of the Savior of humanity, and it's the only story that countless men and women have said have given them hope, healing, and purpose. Four Gospels by Easter Sunday. If That's the tough one. We'll go to phase two. Phase two, choose one Gospel, but read it thoroughly. Take a chunk every day, or a couple chunks every day, and really wrestle with it. Allow it to challenge you, Allow it to console you. Allow it to confuse you. You know, most of you have no idea what your insurance company sends you in the mail when it has like 10 sheets of paper, font size 2. And you're like, I don't know what this is. But all of a sudden you need a procedure. You know what you do? You sit with that paper. You read it thoroughly. You try to figure out what you can do or can't do. And then after reading it, then you may call someone who can help you. also that you can get to the dentist. The scriptures may at first seem confusing. I don't know what they, stick with it, wrestle with it, chew on it, ask God a lot of questions about it. Allow it to illuminate you, but above all, allow it to change you. None of us, none of us have arrived. None of us can say, I did it, I'm good. Just going to try to cruise into the end now. None of us are capable of living in the burning beauty and fire of God. But he sent his son Jesus and the Holy Spirit, the angels and saints, and the gift of the church to form us, guide us, and help us to keep growing. One of the major ways he's done that is through the scriptures. And so for the the remaining weeks of Lent, I ask you, get involved in the gospel. Read it. Think about it. Know that come Easter Sunday, like, I read the gospels, like all four of them. I know what it means. I know what it says. I'm ready for more. And then the third one is, if you don't own a Bible,